everybody about ready? I guess. I'm recording. I'm, I'm good. Mm. Yeah, this this is just B-roll at this point. Hey, shit, it's 10 o'clock on the dot right now, so I feel like we're doing perfect time. <laughs> An hour late. Let's go. Hey, that no, John's I, gonna to be music. Fair, I told John that's why we, we say nine. We get on the phone. We get everything set. We have our fun. Look, 10 o'clock on the dot. Let's get it. All right. Coming in. We're talking about cons. Talking about all cons. Let me think. Give me five cons. Got Dragon, Tomic, Ami, Dream, and Ami, Anime Monster. That's Anime that's, Monster. Because that's what, I'm gonna play all and that. TwitchCon. TwitchCon. Okay, cool, 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 um, cool, 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 cool. I don't need too many. I'm just gonna play some of these in my intro. That's fine. Bye. Cool. Coming you to you. Definitely mention the ones that we're actually fucking talking about. Now. Yeah. No. 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 no and I. But I'm even trying to be inclusive, nigga. You know, with yeah, yeah. Fuck right. inclusivity. What? <laughs> this we're a podcast with two black dudes and a white dude. We are inclusive. We're the fucking we Oreo. We got two white dudes today. We got two white dudes. This today. is why I suggested the name for the podcast. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you remember the name? You remember the name? <laughs> I remember the name. That died where it died. You just said Oreo, bro. No. All this hype over a second white dude, I'm going to slide in here like, hi, I am the cracker. Thank you. Double stuff to Oreo? Chill out. Hey, those, those, those do be hitting the best, though. Sometimes, depending on what you give them, bro. I, feel I know like you're not, to, I know you're not about to sit here and say you could be getting the double stuff great value off brand Oreos and aren't even Oreos. <laughs> No, I know you're not about to segue into that. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like certain stores get older Oreo. Welcome to the Otaku Collective Podcast. I'm the host today, Zoe. Welcome everybody. You know we love when y'all come into the to the to the room, to the collective table, and sit with us and have a discussion of just great topics. It's, it's like it's like a panel, which actually goes off what we're trying to do today. Cause this this pod today is for anybody this summer who went to Anime Matsuri, went to DreamCon, and went to Comic Con. Went to Kami Con, went to Dragon Con, and this is for anybody. This is for anybody looking forward to Awa Con, which is coming up in October. If I'm missing any cons, I apologize. I actually just found out about an Eden Con out in Las Vegas. Shout out to that girl Eden. That's a little Twitter friend of mine. Want to give her a shout out because she started something that I really appreciate, and we might end up in Vegas one day. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. But today. I'm here with my boys, Seth, Josh. Y'all say what's up to the people. What's up? Every week, I'm like, he can't fuck this up, right? Like, it'll be a normal thing. It won't be extra shit. I won't have something to comment on. And every week, you let me down. I heard you say something, but I didn't know what you were saying. What did I fuck up at, man? First of all, I just, 
like, because y'all know that, y'all never hear the countdown, but that was like a six second pause between I was like, like one I was, and you I was, starting. I was like, did he fuck up? Did he mind <laughs> up? It wasn't that. It really was that. I just heard rubbish and I didn't like the rubbish. Right, all right. And and then, yeah, Dragon Con hasn't actually happened yet. Rubbish it, yeah, it's, it's later this year. I thought it had, no, it had to have. No. I literally saw someone, let me look it up, I literally saw someone talk about it earlier this year. Also, though. I like how you left out the biggest, like, anime convention, like, that's I said Comic Con. I said Comic Con. Anime Expo? Yeah, anime Expo. Okay, well, I, y'all gave me five, I asked y'all for five. Hey, you you asked for, we gave, I gave you the we most gave recent you more than five. five. Yeah. 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 Anyway, but no, well, is not here time. yet. I, so I would I would know I, I I go every other year. Yes, it's in September. That's crazy. Okay, well, oh shit, that actually is. Hey, I'm off for Labor Day. Hey, hey, let's go. Okay, well, while we do this episode, I'm gonna look at tickets. So let's talk about. It. Um. Okay. Anyway, I I can take over from here. Mm. We have a guest with us, though, Josh. Yeah, we do. We do. Today's guest episode, and I would like to introduce everyone to the bane of my existence. Uh. The ying to my yang. At first, I thought you said the beta. No, no, no. Yeah, he's he's that. I mean, he, he's the beta male, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the Guido. He is the Oracle. This is my friend, ladies and gentlemen, John Draymond. Hey. What's popping? I like yeah, how you yeah. stole my intro there, right there, saying like I am the Oracle. That was my thing. That's the last time. That's the last time I prep you for shit I'm about to say. <laughs> I, just, I just had to give them, you know your nicknames and your titles. Your, your, your uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. You know? It's made up. It's my nickname. Sure, totally. Right, right, right. Well, Seth brought the word up, and I figured I, you know, fit off it. From now on, I shall only be re- referred to as uh, Hrothgar, King of the High Mountain. Hail Hrothgar. <laughs> my King of the High Mountain. Man, <laughs> okay. So, uh, John, John is a really good friend of mine. Uh, we met in Troy in, in the worst dorm of all time. Shout out to Slumna. Uh, John, why don't you, uh, introduce yourself to the people and tell them how we met and whatnot. All right. So actually, I just want to talk to you guys about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn it. That shouldn't be that funny, but it was. <laughs> and really, Josh and I met in Troy, like you said. It was uh, fall of uh, 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said during the storm of the century, or whatever he said, and that's basically the first time in, what was it, like 10 years, Alabama got hit with. I don't know, no, no, for no reason. That would have been spring. Yeah, that was spring 14. Yeah, because me and Jamal didn't start coming down consistently till till the next Right, semester. right, right. Beginning of spring. Dude, spring. that was yeah, a lit birthday weekend, though. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. That shit was crucial. No, but we met in Troy. We were in that little hodgepodge of Slumni Hall. Alumni Hall, the old, basically built-up, half-assed prison system-looking dorm room. <laughs> old Ironside. <laughs> yeah, old Ironside that they had in there, and... If you were an alumni, then you knew they had a game room. You knew that when you're in there, ain't shit to do but go to the game room. That's if right. Smokey was an alumni, he'd be like, look, it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. Let's go play some pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really it. 
That's really it. No, that's fine, cool. though, man. Uh, yeah, Josh, yeah. Is one of the, Josh is one of the plenty of people that I met down there, and immediately we just kind of hit it off. I mean, he's also a New Yorker. I'm, I got New York blood in me, too. Shout out okay. to my mom's side. So it was kind of one of those things, just instant connection, and we kind of hit it off and developed this massive, massively toxic relationship that is one of my favorite relationships to date. No, that, that's the home, you know, for sure. Uh, whether it's anime, video games, sports. God, sports. We're, 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 unfortunately, John and I make up the worst franchises in the league consistently as, as New York and Detroit fans, respectively. So we share and pain together with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. John's also Cowboys a Ravens fan. fan so feel free to hate. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, John's a Ravens fan, so he gets he gets benefits from that sometimes. But as a Giants fan, you know, after 2013, it's just suffering. Uh, Sadness. And uh, it's really kind of hit or miss. At least you yeah, you won multiple championships since the. Still in my life, Yeah, yeah, Josh. Josh has had. Let's see. You've had. You've seen. Yankees, obviously. You've seen Giants, obviously. You yeah. haven't seen the Knicks. That's your only one. You've seen uh, Chicago. In yeah, shout Hockey. out Blackhawks. Yeah, every, every major sport except basketball. Knicks, I need you to get your shit together. Versus, I, I just, hey, y'all have to save Jalen Brunson now. Stop it. No. Y'all have to save Jalen Brunson. No. No, his, his dad has his son in paycheck. Honestly, we should get fined for colluding. <laughs> or tampering. Should. Yeah, that's tampering out the ass. I don't know why we haven't got it. Well, we know we did get hit. We did get hit. We didn't get hit for enough. That's what it was. Yeah, no, but John also suffers. Go go ahead and list the rest of your sports teams, big guy. All right, so the Baltimore Ravens are the highest of the highest as far as my favoritism. Obviously, they've had the most recent and the most frequent success being basically perennial playoff contender since for every year since 2000 when they won their first Super Bowl. So I've had plenty of just high highs and low lows as far as they're concerned. Uh, outside of that, uh, the Royals would be the most recent as far as championships go, which they won in 2015, and they should have won in 2014. Hashtag Madison Bumgarner is the devil. Outside of that, <laughs> we went in and we got to beat up the Mets, which for, every re- for whatever reason, all of my sports teams like to beat my dad's favorite sports teams in championship games. Ergo the Mets, ergo the Giants in the Super Bowl, so on and so forth. Outside of that, I also got to see the Pistons win way back in 2004, which was awesome. And then I got to see them lose seven consecutive Eastern Conference championship game or series. Yeah, so, that yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. But so now I'm just living in kind of mediocrity and just wondering, like, oh, cool, we get a high draft pick in the lottery. I can't wait to see how we screw this up. And then finally, we have the Predators, which the Predators is really the only one of my fandoms that kind of makes sense. Outside of the major four, I lived in Tennessee for a very, very long time. My mom used to get tickets to Predators games all the time. We'd go there. It was a great environment as far as like hockey environments in general. And it was just awesome to see these games and being a kid and just seeing the super intensity and super physicality of hockey was just an immediate kind of attention grabber to me. Because, you know, you see people get pinned up on the glass all the time. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is a sport? They can do this? Yeah. I remember I saw my first hockey fight, and I was like, so they just not in trouble? That's, that's not a thing? They just they just yeah. vibing? I was like, all right, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Then the Preds yeah. had their chance to win a title a couple years ago against the Penguins, 
And then Pekka Rene decided, like, oh, you know what? The Penguins wear black uniforms. The puck is black. I'm just going to not be able to see the puck anymore. So that went away in six games, which was devastating, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah, it's little spackles here and there. Like, I'm a Man U fan, but that's mainly just because of Wayne Rooney. Uh, I feel that. Outside of that. I respect that. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like most people who live in the U.S. are either Man U or Man City just for shits and gigs, which is why right. they definitely don't watch soccer. I like Chelsea, but that's me. Look at you being yeah. different. But anyway, yeah. this is an anime podcast, and uh, John, John went to DreamCon. Unfortunately, I missed out this uh, this year, so we're going to get into that a little bit. Also, you know, Seth had the awesome time at Anime Monster, but John... Since you know this is a guest episode, also uh, let's let's go ahead and get into the nitty gritty that all anime fans have to discuss. Top fives. So. Well, I mean, I can run off my top ten if you guys want. I know no, in previous episodes, five, Josh, you I, I know I know you guys want top five, but I know Josh has also mentioned I'm the list guy. Like I yeah, have lists for days. Like I'm just the <laughs> list guy. So. Okay. I, I I can list a random topic. John's like, well, here's my top. Let's 10. hear top like, well, five. Shit. Now, and then, and then depending on how long we talk 10. on it, top ten. Yeah, now, right. now I have yeah. to make a top 10 because John has a top 10. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it goes. I have it's, a top 10. 10. Right. But we've never yeah. discussed it because we never went back. Ago. That shit was wild. We were, we were watching some shit, and he was like, yo, John, what's your top buddy cop film? He was like, well, I got I got a top 10. And I was like, do <laughs> top I have a top 10? <laughs> yeah, and then from there, it deteriorates into what characteristics we want for these films and, you know, or this category and so on and so forth. So at least I can just run through it real quick. This is one through five in order. Z, UU, Baroni Kenshin, Bebop, Trigun, in that order. Those are all solid. As you noted, those are all 90s anime. DBZ, UU Hakusho, Baroni Kenshin, Cowboy Bebop, Trigun. Okay. I, I, no I don't see anything fun. wrong with anything you said. We're going to have a great episode. Besides <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Z is at one because nostalgia, I have no problems with John's list. I tell John this all the time. Z is overrated as shit. Uh, Dragon Ball is better than Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Super <clears throat> Angie. How, how long have you been watching anime, John? Because that is an old head's list, and I respect it. So the first, the first official anime... Anything that I saw was actually a Sailor Moon episode. I, I, I respect and that. It was, let's see. I want to say it was at least decent enough into the first season because Sailor Jupiter was already Sailor Scout and all that. And Sailor Jupiter is just like, whew, Sailor Jupiter. So okay. that was the first thing I ever came across anime-wise. And then right after that, I stumbled into uh, Z because Dragon Ball wasn't airing in the U.S. anymore. And they were still doing, it was still the Ocean dub, which is the primary dub in America. So they still had all the old heads as far as before they switched over to Funimation with uh, Sean Schemmel and Chris Sabat and everybody like that. So it was right in the middle of the sand arc. Uh, don't think Goku had showed up just yet, but I saw that and I was like, this is, where's this been all my life? So it was an immediate kind of connection. And then from there, it just kind of took off from there. Just... Did a deep dive, honestly. All I mean, granted, my top five is tons of just '90s anime in general, which is it like is, as yes. far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned, it's peak anime. '90s, early 2000s is peak anime. I can't and, disagree. But how, at the same how much time, new like, anime do you watch? 2010s has some headers up. I, oh, I'll yeah. stand by that. 
I agree. There's a lot of good stuff that happens post early 2000s, like 2010s, some more recent stuff too. There's a lot of good stuff. The only problem is, I make this argument to Josh all the time. Anime, in my opinion, is the most derivative form of entertainment that has ever existed and probably will ever exist. And by I that, I mean rap music. I, I still say rap music. But I also but, counter but with, like, with rap music specifically. They like, it's not really derivative. It's more or less like, all right, this is what's selling right now. Let's copy that verbatim. Whereas like anime or being derivative means, at least to how I interpret it, that you take certain ideas from certain animes because those tropes work, and then you apply it to your new anime and try and pass it off to something else. Like, new, yeah. anime, new anime, in my opinion, does that a lot more than older anime used to do, which kind of turns me off in most senses to newer anime. Like, for example, the newest anime that I actually really appreciate, which it's not even really new-new, uh, I'd probably say... I like My Hero. That's probably yeah. the as far as the more recent stuff, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I do have my kind of hangups about the over-emoting protagonist. That's a lot been, or that's been more dominant in recent anime, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I agree with that. Deku has gotten a lot better though. I, I'm because I'm, yeah. I'm a my hero stand. I, I, yeah. I know, I know the classes. I know their quirks. I, I'm down with it. I read the manga. Yeah. But I'll admit, even I was turned off by Deku at first. But but around around late season two, early season three, he really came into his own. Uh, we're heading into season six. Uh, in the manga, he's a completely different character at this point, and I can't wait to see the villain art, and then um, just the war animated because I think that's going to be really dope to see. But I can understand where you're coming from with the over emoting protagonist because I, I I felt that way about our stuff from Black Clover. As a yeah. fairy tale fan, I still feel that way about Natsu. I um, agree, and and it kind of just devolves from there, and you can add more people from there and whatnot. But I I feel like that trope comes from Kid Gohan, and they don't know how to transition out of it. So I agree with that to an extent. So as far as at least that, Gohan wasn't necessarily the central protagonist until probably mid Cell Games when Goku actually decided, like, oh hey Gohan, you fight him now. So that, right. that, that's a clear transition of passing the torch to his son, obviously, that we see come to fruition later on in that arc. Outside of that, Goku is still that kind of primary central antagonist or protagonist. Mm. So in Dragon Ball, he wasn't really a... I mean, he was, but it wasn't like super like obsessive or compulsive or as, as far as his over-emoting. I mean, he was still a child. He was still 10 years old. And he was basically raised in the woods after he, quote-unquote you know, saw a gorilla kill his grandpa, quote-unquote. But right. after that, like, he, he grew up. He wasn't, like, big. I mean, he still has, he's still overly emoting, but it's not super to the point where, like, characters are just kind of crying all the time. You know what I mean? That's the big kind of turnoff for me. It's like, you can emote to a certain degree, like, uh, when Chi-Chi hits him over the head with a frying pan, he's like, ah, what'd you do that for? Like, stuff like that. Stuff like that's fine. But when they're just kind of like sobbing uncontrollably for just the, the most minute of just details or compliments or something like that, regardless of whether that character has backstory to kind of make that plausible. It just kind of turns me off. And I feel like too many newer protagonists in anime have that trope, which again, brings into my point about anime being extremely, extremely derivative. I mean, hell, you can even take a lot of key stuff from past anime and apply it to new stuff like, oh, well, hell, 
talk no jutsu is essentially the power of friendship, which we see in fairy tale, and so on and so forth, as you can probably draw a thread to that. Hell, the whole waiting for Goku trope, that turned into waiting for Naruto, which honestly, I would make the argument that they waited for Naruto way more than they waited for Goku. Whoa, 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 whoa. In the context of Z versus Shippuden, where in Shippuden... Oh, 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 okay, how about... I would say overall, absolutely. Think of it like this. So there's only really three times when they waited for Goku. Saiyan. Saiyan. And Namek twice. Namek no, twice? Actually, Namek twice. So in the Saiyan saga, oh, when they... Yeah, show up in, in, the, in the chamber, right? right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 they wished him to come back, and they knew he was on his way. In the Namek saga, when they were waiting for him to get to Namek, and then again in the Namek saga, when they were waiting for him to regenerate his wounds after the Ginyu fight to help them with Frieza. That's really it. They don't really yeah. wait for him. To, they don't wait for him in the Android saga, probably because he's out of commission most of the time with the heart virus and all that. They also don't really wait for him as far as like the cell saga is concerned because he basically goes in the time chamber. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to train, make sure I don't fuck this up. Cause I know Vegeta's going to fuck this up. Also censor. I don't know if you guys yeah. do censor. That, so no, you're, uh, boy, no, okay. no, you're fine. Yeah. Start changing up from full of shit to like full of malarkey or some other shit. No, no. I mean, oh. if you want to use that content, please. But no. no. Outside yeah. of that, I feel like they wait for Naruto a whole lot more because Naruto has a lot of he has a lot more moments as far as showing up at the last minute than I think Goku ever has. As far uh, in the context, I'm trying to think. Okay, so well, I Naruto, mean, when you compare, they, they like, wait for Naruto to show up during the pain art. That's one. Naruto just kind of shows up when Team Asuma gets their shit ran by uh, Kakuzu and Hidon, so I don't count that. They wait for Naruto when the war starts, and then they wait for... I, I feel like that's it. It's, it's pain in the war. Yeah, no, other too real time. Naruto shows up through association because the others are there. So, no, you know, you're right, Josh. You're, you're right. You're yeah, right. Those are the only two I can really think of. And, and, and according to the war, he wasn't supposed to be there. He chose to leave and show up because everybody was like, we're fighting for you. So really, it's just a major one. And that's because everybody wanted to be bum-ass bitches. And Team Guy wasn't in the village. Keeping in the stack, Team Guy would have ran the fade with half the pains off rip. Yeah, that's right. That's, and I agree with all, I agree with all the they points. They were out of the village. The difference there is my counter is that although Nor Naruto doesn't have the quote-unquote we're waiting for Naruto to show up. I mean, granted, his most famous entrance is, like you said, during the pain arc when Sakura literally screams out his name and then he still shows goated. up, which is one of the greatest entrances in oh, anime. Oh I'm not bitch, but that shit still goaded. Yeah. The Outside of that, had reading that chapter, man. Yeah. 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 But as far as literal waiting for Naruto moments, there's not so many of those, but there's variations of it. And what I mean by that is there's plenty of moments where Naruto is literally there, and they're like, all right, we have to buy time for Naruto, which they also do for Goku. But for Naruto, there's so many moments of that just in the Ninja War arc itself that I feel okay, like it completely yeah. overwhelms anything yeah. that, okay. well, that, that Goku in gets that case, for credit for. Yeah, because after I, I guess, yeah, after Neji dies, he has to get his shit together. And and then it's like, okay, bro, wake up. We we need the non-tail chakra. So he's like, oh, high five, everybody. 
And yeah, okay, okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. And and but, then there's the whole Naruto gets his shit ran with Sasuke, and they both technically die for a minute, and then get brought back to life, and uh, then they go run the fade again with Obito. Yeah, uh, in that essence, yeah, I can see there's the by time aspect a lot more. I just got a quick question: Why is Ronan Kenshin in your top five? So there was something very, very, very artistically appealing to me with Veroni Kenshin. For one, I, I can agree with that. For one, specifically, Veroni Kenshin was my first anime where it was like kind of the dark backstory of the protagonist who's kind of aloof and trying to get away from his past kind of thing. But also, if he needs to turn it on, he'll turn it on and he'll become that more or less killing machine that he used to be. That was my first kind of interaction with that. And also, regardless of what anyone says, that final arc with the Shishio fight, goaded. That is one of my favorite arcs just in anime ever. That whole fight had great buildup for the entire first two seasons, because honestly, that's that's where the manga ends. But yeah, had great buildup, had great fulfillments yeah. and all that. And also the yeah. penultimate episode of that series, quote-unquote, is you know when it looks like Shishio basically kills them all. Like He gets Kenshin first. And then he just goes one at a time with the rest of them in ascending and descending order power scale wise until eventually they all, you know, get plot armored back into life or consciousness or whatever you want to call it. But it's such a fulfilling moment in anime that I feel like doesn't get talked about enough because it's, it's more or less it's a very yeah. short anime. It's a very that short anime. And the creator is bum. Yeah, yeah. And what's his face is a whole bum. A whole bum. So so that kind of gets the anime drag through the mud. It season three not being canon also hurts it a lot. Uh, I like. I also like a lot of the simplicity between, as far as the anime and the characters and the power scaling and just their abilities go. Like it's not I, super convoluted. It's not like power ups. It's not you know transformation. Yeah, it's, it's basically yeah, it's, just it's like I have, yeah. It's like I have sword techniques. It's very kind of sleight of handish especially early on. And then they have, you know, their signature moves, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's not super overt and kind of in your face. And that's a lot of things that I really don't like as much with newer anime too, is because I feel like a lot of times they feel like we have to go bigger and you don't necessarily have to go bigger. You can get more personal with the moments and shrink down the moments, but because bigger isn't necessarily always better. And also they kind of reuse same animation over and over. And I'm just like, I yeah. saw that three times last week already, so I'm kind of turned off by it. No, I agree with that, but I feel, I feel like older anime had that problem a lot more than newer anime does, because you'd watch an episode of something, and then the next episode would start, and they would flash back to the previous episode, and that would be eight minutes of the new episode. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. I just watched this last week. There's I feel no like that was a lot... I feel like that was more of an issue concerning that, mainly because with older anime, there was still that kind of transition. Like, how much do we animate? Can we animate everything? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really and good also, point. And also with early manga chapters, too, they still left some fabi- or some uh, imagination to it. There was still some kind of suspension disbelief. There was still some kind of fulfillment you did not get reading the manga, which is why when you animated it, you're like, well, how much more can we put in here? How much more can we animate? Do we just do the same still or the same kind of panel over and over again? Which in a lot of cases they did. Ergo with Z or with some of the other really popular ones. There's very, it's very rarely that a lot of early anime had, for one, different anime styles, animations, 
and different just overall kind of drawings and motions to use for just their characters and their different fight scenes. The only one that really comes to mind in that regard is Yu Yu Hakusho, which they swapped up the animation basically every single season or every half season as far as that goes, whereas big other ones like Z or like Sailor Moon, they up the animation at certain key points in each individual yeah. arc. I, I feel like each transformation per person took about 10 to 15 seconds. So with large groups, that was about two to three minutes apiece, which means right. that's less shit they have to animate per episode, blah, 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 back and forth. But but while we're on the subject of Yu Yu, because that's your two, and I feel like that's the universal anime for our friend group. Like, what what, what does Yu Yu Hakusho mean to you, you know, in 2022? Yu Yu Hakusho is the first anime that made me terrified of an antagonist. And when I mean Tugoro? antagonist, I mean younger Tagoro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was, oh that was a rough antagonist dude. That made me absolutely terrified. Now, granted, there's some that have made me even more terrified than him, which, granted, you know, shout out to Orochimaru, shout out to Lust in Full Metal. But as far as, like, the first one, Tagoro was it just because of how he could just morph his body into this huge, massive, hulking being. And the just the pure terror you could see on Yusuke's face, just in general, for when he thought he killed him and he came back, and then also just when every time he had to go head-to-toe with him. And there were so many great moments that they build up in Yusuke's relationship with Taguro as far as, like, what drives him to beat this specific person and not just having some new person in there as a new big bad like they do later on with, like, Sensui or, like, with the, the demon lords or whatever they're called in the later seasons. There's so much built-up tension and frustration, just pure anger and hate directed towards Taguro. You feel it as a fan, and you also feel it when he's just basically torturing Yusuke with all this stuff. I never, I will never forgive Toonami for basically putting up that episode before their final fight in the dark tournament and then redoing everything because I, that, <laughs> yeah. that hurt my soul. That hurt <laughs> oh my, my God, soul. I forgot about that. That hurt my soul. But there's oh, so much built up with that character and it just stands out to me entirely. And also some of the character designs in Yu Yu are just sensational. And there's so much uniqueness with that anime. And it's one of the few yeah. anime that goes longer than like a season or two that still holds up extremely well. Yeah. As much as I love Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, they don't hold up as well as Yu Yu does. Arcs, yeah, as, far, as far as arcs, as far as arcs, they don't hold up. As far as like, um, you know, when it comes to like arc development and whatnot, yeah, Dragon Ball Z sometimes ran on, it had filler, it had just. You almost just wanted to just see them fight. You feel what I'm saying? But with you, you, you yeah. definitely wanted to get, you wanted some backstory. You wanted to be like, all right, give us some filler. We want to know why this is happening like this. And that's why, like, as far as art development, yeah, you, you killed Dragon Ball Z. Um, I, I just feel like, I mean, as far as fight scenes, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the only thing Dragon Ball Z, that, that's what held up for Dragon Ball Z. It's like, you're physically seeing their fists, fume, 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 you know, go crazy. As far as like you, you still had the 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 scenes where they're fighting, but they just slide across the screen with a punch. Now you did have scenes where they were fighting. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying it was more so they were doing the still shot that goes across the screen, and then they go to another shot kind of thing. It was still like that. 
I don't like to say cheap, but easy animation compared to. No, like, I mean that, they definitely yeah, found a system that works for them. You you yeah. you also was one of the first anime that I watched that showcased a main character or just characters in general adapting to their fights and outsmarting their opponents as well as overpowering them. So, for example, uh, when Yusuke first gets to the dark tournament, right, and he fights the redheaded tornado mofo, forget his name, but he basically outsmarts him because he realizes, like, all right, well, he's faster than me currently. Let me kind of adjust my fighting style to counter this. And then he goes and fights the other guy, and he adjusts his fighting style again to, like, let's make this a bare-knuckle, no-holds-bar cage match, mano y mano, right here in the center of the ring, and then one of us is going to drop. And you just see that with all the characters, not just Yusuke. You see with Kuwabara, especially, who becomes smarter as a fighter as he progresses, and he gets more intelligent just as a use, using his powers and just knowing his opponent and knowing his, their, his weaknesses and references to what his opponent is looking for. Also with Hiei, you see Hiei become a more intelligent fighter as a reference or as a more or less a tool to keep up with Yusuke. Kurama obviously is a very intelligent fighter. He uses strategy the most out of all of them. But then even then, you see him adopt or adapt his overall kind of position as a fighter when he gets backed in a corner, and then his powerful transformation comes out. So it's one of those first ones where it's really just kind of showcased both sides of just anime fighters and protagonists in general. Z only did that to an extent. Other animes only did that to a certain extent, but Yu Yu was really spot on, especially when it was one that and one of those animes that had powers and abilities and power ups and transformations and stuff like that. All right, I ain't gonna stay on to Yu Yu too long, but I do want to say. In the perspective of, you know, if you've watched our pod, you know, we talked a lot of AOT back in the early in the day. But we, it, I think UU, even though I watched UU, I believe I watched it before AOT. It was around the same time I watched AOT. I, I, but I, 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 I don't want to interrupt you, but I swear to God, you say some dumb shit. But I, I feel like you like okay going off of it because see I never got to see the ending of Yu Yu Hakusho I only watched the beginning so finding out that Yusuke what he was you know if you, you know without spoiling too much it was like my first protagonist turning antagonist kind of thing Stop as it. a kid like no don't give me I get what you're saying I get what you're saying but like. When that happened, when I got to the final arc, it really caught me because I never looked at Yusuke like that when I was young. But to find out, no, Yusuke was always that. I was like, wow. So that was my first actual protagonist turned antagonist kind of thing. Even though he wasn't an antagonist, you know, I'm not saying he was out to just demolish him, but he was like on some on some dark stuff a little bit. Like he was like, F it. I don't care what, what the society says. I'm going to do what I say. And that's kind of you, you like, got that as soon as he was like, I don't care if it's a guy or a girl, I'm gonna beat yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, he was an equal opportunist. I will say yeah. that he definitely yeah. was an equal opportunist, and that was another thing. Just on the whole, like, he didn't follow society rules. Like, that's just the best way I'll say it. Then, how about that, Josh? It was like my first real, and to be fair, like, I didn't realize that till later, but you know, going back, I watched you, you like at a young age. And that yeah. was my first example of getting someone who didn't follow society's rules like that. You no, know, that, that's, that's understandable. Yeah. So I, that's, that's I thought you were about to go way left with this, and I was going to be Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, honestly, I know when I say those three letters, I'm giving... Just know when I say AOT, I'm giving you a one. How about that? Yeah, all right. That's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. 
Cause, cause I, man, that's such wasted potential to me. I'll stand. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like me, I know me and Lo had that conversation on the phone, and I kind of get it now. But that's that's such wasted potential. All right. Well, well, let me ask John. John, have you seen AOT? Yeah, it's mid. Okay, Thank cool. You. That's all we. That's all we. <laughs> that, that was it. That was it. That no, my friends got me, bro. I'm telling you, the only person I think still fuck with that show consistently is Jamal. You seen Black Clover, and- John? Yeah, I have. It's solid, but like, there's a lot of patchy animation that kind of turns me off, at, oh. at least very early on, too. And also, I kind of take it with a grain of salt because the whole Witch King thing is basically like, oh, so you're Hokage. And or yeah. you want to be okay. So yeah. I kind of take it with a grain of salt, but it's solid. It's solid. Black Clover took like the four biggest tropes from like the big three and put into one show and said, right. hey, let's and, see and what we can do with this. Would work. I, I, and real deal thought that shit would work. I, it does. Because I, I used to be a big, I used to be a big Black Clover fan, right? I, I read consistently every week up until the Witch Saga. Took a break, came back, read consistently again up until the uh, elves showed up. And after that, I was like, you know, I'm checking out. Good. I don't care anymore. I've never really got into the anime besides watching specific scenes from the manga. Like when Luck, uh, Asta, and and the Fire one all run up on Fenrir's brother. I was like, yo, that's lit. I like that. That's hard. Uh, I do do happen to like Black first time. Right, yeah. I do actually like Black Clover more than I like AOT, but that's primarily because, at least with Black Clover, they don't introduce, like, 20 new characters per episode, and like, okay, well, now we're going to have Titans eat them all. Thank you! Shit's so stupid! <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> they have no investment in the characters, and so I'm just like, okay, cool, so I guess I'm just going to kind of lollygag through the series. And, uh, you, you said Trigun, and what was the other one? Cowboy Bebop. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, we, we, I've done Bebop to death. Uh, so we can talk Trigun. And if you want to touch on Bebop after the fact, we can. Because you're one of the only other people I know, it, at least in this call specifically, that has seen Trigun completely. I've seen it completely. Oh, you have? Okay. We just yeah, never yeah, talked about it. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. We just, yeah, basically. We just never talked about it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, so, uh, John. Same question. Trigun 2022. How you feeling? <laughs> I feel less excited once the animation style dropped. Uh, Still semi-excited, okay. but, but with, the, with the new animation, and also just because it's a quote-unquote continuation slash not a continuation, I'm just kind of like, well, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, I, I hate that. That's fair. I felt that way when uh, Ruby got its uh, Japanese dub for its 2D animation style because now it's getting an official anime instead of being done by Rooster Teeth. So I really don't know how I feel about that. But that's that's a conversation for another day. So so you you you're not feeling 22, but but what you feel about OG? Because it's in top five for a reason. So let's talk that 98. Yeah, I love OG. OG is awesome. Vash was. I mean, granted, Vash has a lot of similarities with Spike from Bebop, but Vash was my first kind of, like, super goofy protagonist. And a lot of these are just representative of, like, my first experience in anime. They also happen to be some of the best anime ever, but that just kind of, I lucked out that way. So Vash itself was just, like, a super, super goofy protagonist. And also, this was the first anime I saw that really had a specific kind of 
presentation of gunplay and how gunplay can be used as far as like a power or like an ability or something like that. Vash effectively is just dead shot in anime form. That's how I've always interpreted him. About that, but yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And that's one of the big things that kind of turned me on because like, at least with, I, I compare Trigun with Bebop a lot because a, there's a lot of similarities, yeah. a lot yeah. of similarities between both protagonists, cast around them, uh, the antagonists or the lead antagonists and all that. But the big difference I take away from both of them is like, whereas Bebop, Spike is really, really versatile with how he can beat people, how he can win fights, but he's also still more or less a guy. He's still a guy. Yeah. He's very good, but he's still a guy. Vash, on the other hand, he's Vash the Stampede. He's not just a guy. He yeah. is the guy. the guy. And there's a reason yeah. why he has a freaking, uh, what's it, like a $60 trillion bounty on him at the start of the yeah. show? <laughs> I remember hearing that, and I was like, that's not a real number. Yeah, there's no way trillion is a real number. Yeah, uh, it was a six. It was a $60 trillion man is the name of the first episode. Yeah. I also Man. really like a lot of the designs of the characters, specifically in Trigun. For one, Vash's design is awesome. I love his design. I love his outfit that he just has on the entire series. It really pops. You don't think a red like that pops the way it does, but it just it makes him more kind of menacing or more kind of like alluring as far as like his reputation. And I feel like they pulled a little bit of that when they designed edward's outfit in full metal because i that's immediately what i thought of like as soon as he put on the red cape with the black kind of undertones i was like he looks a lot like bash he has the blonde hair too it's not spiked up the same way but it's just it's a, one of those that is so unique for its time and i really appreciate anime going the extra mile and being extremely unique with also having the similarities to other stuff that i like to draw me in Oh, also, fun. the finale is great. I love the finale. Yeah, definitely. Again, yeah, again, again, one of the few anime that like where everything just kind of holds up. I mean, granted, it's only it's very very short, like Bebop is, but it still yeah, holds up. And yeah, love rewatching it. Oh no, it's billion, but even then, that's still a lot of money. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at the actual way. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, I think now, we, uh, I think we hit most of them. I mean. What, yeah. We might be missing. Yeah, we 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 got to we got to fill them out. Great nice. you know, John's very well spoken as as the wasted English major that he is. Um, so I, I know I can always rely on him for uh, content. Shout out that thirty grand piece of paper I got for shits and giggles. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, good times though. We've seen that you went to DreamCon recently, and, you know, that's kind of part of the reason why we're here today. We're trying Josh to get there. To go with you. Bye. Uh -huh. I was, yeah. but, yeah, things happen. Yeah. yeah, Manny couldn't go either. He got COVID, so at least I didn't get COVID. Oh, and COVID. Yeah, Ma Manny decided to be a whole bum. Josh was just like, uh, oh, I want to go to this, and then the world was like, no. No, no that's, that's, not, that's not happening. He said, no, you got priorities. I said, oh, all right, now. Yeah, so we're trying to see what your experience was like, what you enjoyed, what you wish would be better, what you plan for the next time if you ever go out, stuff like that. Just your overall experience for the most part. So it was very appealing to me being the only white person there. That was awesome. 
But, <laughs> but see, no, no, that's I'm I'm so glad you started with that because I actually got questioned that at work. Someone asked me, were white people allowed to go to DreamCon? I was like, yes. Ain't I yeah. allowed to go to Comic-Con? <laughs> and that's why what? I'm very glad you started with that just off rip. Because a lot of people thinking DreamCon is the new black anime con. And we're like, I mean, okay, I mean, you're a predominantly black thing. And there's nothing what? wrong with that. But Let me not I disrespect mean, BlurredCon like that. BlurredCon yeah, is the black I mean, con. Yeah, we're not but saying disrespect DreamCon Blurred, definitely on his way. But, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm very, I'm very glad that you're like, you know, as you said, you know, you was being the only white guy there, but I'm pretty sure it was more. You just were like, you didn't feel. Oh yeah, there, there was secluded. definitely more. You just there didn't feel the... secluded. Oh, well, I don't, I didn't thing. feel, I don't, I don't feel secluded in the company of anyone, honestly. But outside of that, <laughs> the running, the running gag for the whole weekend of DreamCon was as soon as I showed up, it's like, oh, white people saw me standing in the line, so like, oh, white people are allowed to go to this, so they just came and drove. <laughs> outside of that it was very cool especially to see all this exposure that black artists and black designers and black anime fans and black content creators would not have gotten otherwise just because they don't have a platform to really capitalize on a wider audience outside of just certain venues. So it was really nice to see that. It was really nice to see all the different kinds of designs and how everyone was so unique with every kind of, all the bits of merch that they did, whether it was just plain art, whether it was just clothing, whether it was um, just miscellaneous stuff. There was a lot of stuff that I really wish I could have got pieces of merch-wise. The only thing that I really kind of glummed onto was there was a, a merch stand that had shirts that were basically just a anime character and the background was the manga panel and it was such a cool looking design overall i ended up getting three different shirts but i could have i could have gotten a shirt of every single one whether i liked the anime or not but it was so cool of a design i really kind of glummed onto that and attached to it but it's it was very very cool seeing all this for lack of a better term this whole conglomerate of just different styles and art forms come together in this way. And then also to see how all these people really showed out with their cosplay. Some, there was some great, great cosplay at DreamCon. Not, I was expecting, like, I was expecting some good stuff, but there was some really good stuff. And that's out of that, too. So we were kind of just kind of going around. The first day was more or less like, all right, well, let's kind of... Let's see what we can get kind of merch-wise, and then kind of go from there because the first day is kind of more or less a kickoff day. And then we were just kind of like, well, we know for sure that all the big events are going to be jam-packed, and we don't, I don't even know if we want to kind of pile in in these rooms because, like, all right, well, RDC is obviously going to be doing this, and that's probably going to jam-packed. There's going to be lines coming out the door. Do we really want to deal with that? So we were just kind of <clears> picking, like, well, what panels kind of sound good? What panels sound cool that we can kind of go to? And there were so many just interesting panels that we just kind of ran into. Like there was a tier list panel. There was a ranking the Kage's panel that we saw. There was a panel that was like basically limp sync battle, which is the RuPaul show, which was awesome. Surprisingly, I had, that was so much fun being a part of that panel. It was basically just like a performance show. And it was so fun. Like for lack of a better term, like everyone got into it. There was so much showmanship, which is the entire point of that show in general, or so I'm told. But it was very awesome just to see, like, basically us kind of going on a whim. Like, well, let's check this out. Let's check this out. Let's check that out. And being rewarded 
to the extent that we were rewarded because I very much enjoyed myself just overall, even though we missed a lot of the major, major events, which I'm not actually upset about. I was more appealed or attracted to all kind of the minor events and minor panels and minor stuff as far as merchandise to kind of look at and glum onto. And there was so much cool stuff to just take in and or buy or just to see. Not to mention, too, there were plenty of surprises, plenty of surprises. There, uh, Caleb City was there. Uh, Swag Hage was there. So that's awesome to see, too. There's a lot of people that I had kind of have fans with or I'm fans of in the same vein that I'm fans or a fan of RDC World and Mark and all them just from YouTube or all that. It's cool to just kind of see them in their element. Like they're there, they're here to have a good time, but they're also, they're also there to kind of work. And it's cool to see them interacting in real life and all that. But it was a very rewarding experience as far as just being an anime fan in general and just being a fan of just kind of that level of entertainment. And I would very much like to go again. Now, granted, that's not to st- that's not to say I might be able to go again because scalpers were scalping. They and they were a hell of scalping. So that's oh, gonna be I, dude. Getting those tickets was such a hassle after the first drop. Like trying I to get that. tickets so more of our friends could go was getting ridiculous, bro. I just oh man. And, and what's crazy is. A lot of people ended up just not going because they couldn't go, and and you couldn't transfer tickets. You had to physically show up and then be like, "All right, I don't want." It. And and that kind of bummed me out because because for a while I was just I was messaging people on Twitter like, "Hey, yo, I'm gonna be in Texas. Yo, I'll, I'll give you an extra ten, fifteen, twenty five bucks. Throw me your extra ticket. Do this and that." And and I ended up not going because you know I had I had some personal shit going on and you know it just it sucks it sucks sometimes. But if I had gone, had some people who I wanted to go with me outside of my core group couldn't go because I couldn't get them tickets. And and so I just if if that's a whole hassle next year I'm gonna have to figure stuff out. But I'm I'm, I'm so jealous that I couldn't go because I just I just know it was a great experience and I'm and I'm a huge fan of RDC. Our whole group is. And I just, I just know if we had been serious, I'm not saying we could be RDC because their level of creativity is well beyond me at this point. But I just, I just know there are certain things that they do that we would blast at. So I feel like every, I feel like bar for bar, we could beat them in any animated bait. I feel like bar for bar, we'd smash their ass and smash Mario Party, Mario Kart, doesn't matter. But... I definitely think they would outskid us any day of the week, and I just I just know our group, at least our core six or seven, when it came down to it, could be at their neck. And I really wanted to try and make that happen while we were at DreamCon. Maybe next year, you know, who knows? We'll see what you know what God has in store for me because he he hit me left field this year for sure. But um, no, I hate that I missed it, but I just I'm really glad. Oh, y'all got to experience that? Because I know, at least group-wise, the only people that had been to a convention before was me, Manny, I want me, Jamal, and Jalen. And I had been to, hell, four times the amount of things they had been to. And so I'm just really glad y'all got to experience that as a collective. Yeah. I felt very kind of like, I felt very pleased that that was my first convention. 
Honestly, I wish that, I wish I that that because DreamCon is only on year five. I I remember going to the first ever Comic Con, and and I just commies. You know, I have to nuts yet. I remember going to the, in Tuscaloosa before, when, like when it was still at UA before they moved and got big enough because they're on season fifteen now and they're in the BJCC now. I I remember when it was just in Tuscaloosa at the University of Alabama. Like it it was it was a bunch of nerds from the anime club. And, and so, just seeing that transition to what it is now, because uh, I went with Jamal and Jalen in 2016. We had so much fun. And just just knowing that it's such this big, phenomenal thing now, like 14, 15 years in, it, it's such a, like, a blessing to see just as an anime fan, because I had an option so close to home to experience them. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't, at first, I didn't have to leave, you know, my city. And now I don't have to leave the state because then you know I, I've been to Dragon Con in Atlanta. I plan on going to San Diego's Comic Con. I plan on going to DreamCon in Texas. I plan on going to TwitchCon in Amsterdam one day, et cetera, et cetera. Just, just going to conventions, whether it's a video game convention or an anime convention, or hell, even maybe a food one one day. Just you know, I would love to go to. I've been to Hot Wing festivals, but I would love to go to, like a Hot Wing convention, just because I know that would be. Good. And it's just. It, Experience and stuff like that is fine. TwitchCon Europe is going to be in Paris next year. Ah, that would be lit. I ain't, ain't going to cap. That'd be a hell of a plane ticket. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a while since I've been on a plane. But I'm that. I'll have to. I'll have to look at fun and see what's going on next year. I got fantasy drafts up to think about too. But um, no, man. I'm I'm really excited for 2023 for me as an individual because I I have so many plans that knocked out. Um. But yeah, no. Okay, so I guess I can slide in on, on my con experience real quick before we get to the big one because Seth went to Anime Monster, which is one of the larger conventions every year. I will uh, say before no. you start, though, Josh, before you yeah. start, if there, if there was one slight downside of DreamCon, it's that we didn't have five people to enter Dodgeball. That's about it. Yeah, that's tough. That's, it was, that's it was, it yeah, was just three of us the first day when we could have entered, and we need a five, we need a five-person team. And I felt like if we would have got in there, we could have at least, we could at least contended. You didn't just I, ask no, like right. you can ask just some random people like, hey, Jordan, that's what I would have did. But I can really. understand where they're coming from. Cause that's super last minute. You gotta get to know people. You gotta be able to depend on people. Yeah. You don't know how athletic they may or may not be. You don't know. You don't know their hand-eye coordination like. Just looking at me, I, nobody I, would I ever ask me. Football, yeah, right. I've played football and hoops with my boys many a time. I know what they can do. I know what to expect. I know where they can make up where I lack and I, where I can pick up where they lack. So, so the five of us, I'm not saying we would have beat RDC or AMP in them, but I feel like we could have we made some shit shaking and be like, hey, yo, we know y'all just won this money. Put that shit up. I'm just saying. But, you know, that that's that's for next year is what it is. But it's all good. On the run back, we got it. One time. One hundred percent. But yeah, uh, no, I'm 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 still I'm I'm gonna be hurt the rest of the year on that for sure. But um no, conventions have been very good to me. I I can say that one hundred percent. From from the most basic shit to the most extravagant thing I've gone to, which was Dragon Con, because that's the one that had the most money behind it. Um I've had I've had so much fun. I've met so many interesting people. I've seen so many. I remember going to um, Comic Con 2016 in Birmingham with Jamal and Jalen. 
And we saw the first episode of Sailor Moon Crystal before anybody. Like, it wasn't out yet. They premiered it there. That was so dope to see. I was just like, I'm not a fan of this, but I'm going to watch it because I'm a big Sailor Moon guy in general. And I, I was I was dumbfounded by the new animation and stuff like that. I, I've met some of the most amazing women I've ever conversated and or been with at conventions in full cosplay, just, just vibing, talking about anime cartoons. And I ain't, ain't going to put all that out there because it's personal business, but, you know, uh, there, there was a Starfire, there was a Raven, there was a uh, Julia from Fairy Tale, uh, She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, uh, a year ago for me. I just, so much fun. Just And then just being around people with similar interests to me is always a vibe, regardless, because I'm a very friendly person. I, I used to be a lot more friendly. And I, I realized I had to pull myself back a bit, but there's nothing like being at an anime convention. Uh, there's no greater like I've seen I've seen my team win a Super Bowl in person, and that still doesn't match being surrounded by nerds at an anime convention. Just vibe. I, I've seen I've seen my sports teams win championships, you know? Like, at damn near every level, whether I was in the city when it happened or I was there for the parade or whatever else. I, I've seen the Knicks go to double overtime in the garden and come out with a double. I was there for Lynn Sanity. Nothing touches being in an anime. I just, it's just a feeling that I get deep inside. And I I want that for, well, Seth has experienced it, but I want that for you, though. I want I want that for the full Slumni group next year or whenever we go back, and it, it's it's elite, brother. There's nothing like this top tier, I promise And you get introduced to so much shit. I I remember um I went to one convention, and that's how that's how I got into um I want to say Black Clover. That's how I, I, somebody introduced to me there. Uh, that's how I got back into Bleach. Except um, that's that's how I caught up with Naruto because I felt left out of a conversation one time. It, it's just shit like that. It, it forces you to go out of your comfort shell because I, I know Seth can probably attest to this because he probably found some stuff that he's going to check out now and we're going to get that in a second, you know? But I just can't describe like that feeling without somebody else knowing what I'm talking about. It's Electrifying. I hate. I hate to steal from the rock, but I feel like that's what it really. Like you know, you belong somewhere. I, I definitely belong at anime convention. That's where I feel the most myself. So much fun. I also got in K-pop that way. I love K-pop now. I'm a, I'm a huge Blackpink fan. I feel that. So yeah, no. anime monster. Yeah. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> it's the oh, same. It's the I mean, same, so, it's the same so, issue of just of like what we said with um with him. Just you know, tell us like everything you had um, fun with your high moments and anything you thought that could be better, like towards the end. Like, well, s- similar to y'all, y'all went with y'all's friends, or at least that was mm-hmm. the plan. Obviously, some had to drop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I've also um, gone by myself. It just, it just depends on the vibe you're feeling at times. Yeah, right. I went with my friends. But right. it was all of our first times meeting each other, minus two of us. 
Oh, yeah, okay, you're, so you're Discord group guys. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. And so, it was all of our first time meeting each other in person. And... Oh, so that was a whole other level for you, too. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's so too level. It, it, it's these friendships that I've built online in the last year and a half that I've been watching anime. Because I'm a new head. Uh, yeah. I've been watching anime since... Uh, I know, like, listeners know this, and y'all know this, but since October of 2020. So gross to me. <laughs> uh, I've seen Dang, well that's over like close to the 2021. Oh my god. Ugh. Like, I'm, you a whole pandemic kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm well try, over yeah. 100 watch now, close to 150, if not more. Shows, not just seasons, but shows in general, including One Piece. So that's that's fun, but yeah, you've been booking it. I, I will give you that. I, I won't say I didn't. I didn't hit triple digits until I was two, three years into the game for sure. Maybe even four. Was there even that many like triple digit popular anime whenever you started? Fuck no, but bro, I, when I tell you when I got when I got a laptop, no, for real. When I when I because Zoe and me have said this before. When I got my first laptop, and like back then I was I was streaming illegally. You can get me if you want. Uh, NW Anime was my site. It was like it was like a Naruto based like anime website, and I would I would go I would click zero, and then work my way down. So I'd I'd watch anime that were numbers only. Then I go to A, and then I watch anime that were in the A. I'd watch three from each, yep. and I would repeat the cycle. Yep. And so eventually, I, I when I tell you I've seen <clears> some <throat> of the best of the best of the worst of the worst of pure shit. Yep, it's it's not even fun. And so I I wasn't doing that till I was in high school, and and I've been watching anime again since I was seven, six. I hell, I was watching anime more than I was watching like Saturday morning cartoons. Like I would watch Power Rangers and shit, but then I found out Super Sentai was a thing, and that was like the Japanese dub. There was way more content. Rap. But probably my biggest worry when going into it was like okay like. I'm aware that like we all get along great online and stuff like that, but how are we going inter- to interact in person? Interact in person, yeah, because being and with somebody for four hours at a time is really telling of your personality with them. It was I, I that fact. It was seamless. Well, that's good. Like everybody picked up, like basically where we left off with our online conversations. Mm-hmm. And that was. One of my favorite parts was that, like, like in between us, like, meeting or, like, getting ready to meet and us meeting, there wasn't a beat that was lost. And, but, obviously, that's just a part of it. We went to Anime Matsuri, which is probably second largest, arguably top two next to Anime Expo in terms of the yeah. amount of people that it sees on a yearly basis. I can agree with that. And, because I think there was like in between four-day passes and single-day passes, over 40,000 unique people that 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 went to the uh, convention. And we we had panels planned, but there was literally just so much stuff to see out on the exhibition floor over a three-day mm-hmm. period because the exhibition floor wasn't open the first day. 
only Artist Alley was open. Right. I feel like I'd even see half of Artist Alley and the exhibition floor. And we went to it every single day. And outside of the convention, John, what did y'all do outside of the convention? Did, did y'all go to like any like clubs or anything like that? Because this uh, this plays into a part of like my story as well. So I feel like me and the rest of my buds, as far as our core group and our group in general from college, I think we're over the club scene. Which, granted, <laughs> I feel that. Uh-huh. I feel that. Hey, I'm we're grown. We are grown. I hate paying that shit out, man. I'm calling the bro. I gotta be in the house. We're back in if, the if I'm not with like somebody I've known for at least two or three years, honestly, at this point, probably five or six, I gotta be in the house by eleven. Right. I just, I I'm also kind of. I'm also personally kind of over the bar scene too. Like as far as just going to a bar to go to a bar, like eventually I'll probably get back into it as just like that guy who's like, all right, yeah, it's me, Greg. I'll take the usual kind of thing. But so yeah. it wasn't any, any kind of like um, any okay. spot or any bars or anything like that. We did go to a Rangers game, which I mentioned earlier. Yep. So that was also, that was fun. It was Jamal's kind of whim plan, which was a great idea. Honestly, the game was super competitive. It was very close. We had to dip out a little bit early because we had a fantasy draft, but that's neither here nor there. But we went out to eat just about every night. Uh, so it was, it was fun. We didn't do terribly too much. It was mainly just kind of like DreamCon, other stuff. And then by the time they got here, before I knew it, it was already uh, Sunday. So it was like, all right, well, heck, now you guys got to go. I'll take you to the airport. I feel that. It's, um, for me, I'm not a big club person or a bar person. Josh knows this. Zoe knows this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not into that scene. However, when a club advertises that they're doing an anime only night for a convention or for oh, the convention that's in town. Of After. course, of course we went. And when I tell you that that was probably the best experience from the entire weekend that we were there was going I to that nightclub. It looked lit. I'm going to keep it but It was so much fun. The amount of cosplayers and just weebs in general in a club dancing on the floor screaming at the top of their lungs anime intros and outros and every that that actually that actually sounds like a lot of fun now granted dreamcon tried to sell tickets to the after party and i was like you're out your rabbit ass mind i'm not doing that yeah this was free this was free yeah yeah the main cafe the after party the after after party uh all that shit was like ticket drop and i was like that's the way i fucking up it Yep. I, I get why y'all are doing it, but that's why y'all. And yeah, was, they were just COVID and all that. At yeah, the club. Was, oh no, go ahead. No, no, you good. I, I was, I was just about to say, uh, it's stuff like that is a really dope experience because I've been to. Besides, I'm gonna say the year me, Jamal, and Jalen went because it was so late and, and we all had girlfriends at or at least girls we were talking to at the time period, so we had to get back and like talk to them, and we were like tired as fuck. We did, that's the only rave I want to say Comic Con wise I have not been to. If I make it an appearance that year, usually I end up going to the anime rave that night, and it's always a fun time. And and so I can only assume how much fun you had. And if and if you were more like me and Zoe personality wise, I can only assume how much fun you could have really had. I'm glad you're not. <laughs> cause, cause we we need the straight man in the group. We we definitely do. 
uh, but yeah, no, Jen, Jenny would not have approved. I mean, you know, I was down for some there, but yeah, 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 no, no, nah, not Jenny approved fun if I was there. Like, that's, 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 yeah, nah, but that's that's neither here nor there. But it, the it's a vibe that was crossfaded. Was oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. It's it's a vibe for sure. Uh, hearing like anime themes and stuff like that, because I feel like everybody knows Pokemon, so usually they'll start with that and then work their way up or down. That was one and, of the last so ones all, that they did. That's all. Yeah, that's also a really good like party ender too for anime stuff like that. So I, mm-hmm. I can only assume how much fun you had just like belting lyrics and also, shit. Also, uh, I'm not an AOT fan. I'm uh, I haven't even watched it yet, but right. Everybody knows uh Esageo, Esageo. Everybody knows that. Even if you don't watch AOT, you know that intro. Yeah. And at, like not, not a whole lot now. of intros had the entire club singing yet. That had it singing. That that intro had the entire club singing. Pokemon mm-hmm. intro had the entire club singing. And we are had the uh entire club singing. These One Piece fans, I am it. We Are is not a good song. But it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah We Are is not a good song. No. It's no, it's literally only iconic. It's not a great song. It's, it's not a great song, it's, but I, I, it's I, iconic. To me, the worst thing of any's lobby is the fact that they went back to the original song. But that also told us that, yeah, any's lobby is supposed to be that big of a thing. I'm, I just they wanted to say that real fast. Like, did they we... play the rap? Oh, yeah, did they? That's a good uh, question. It, it goes like, Geico, Geico. Uh, I'm not, no. Okay, you don't really know it. Yeah, so you yeah, probably, you, you, you know, know the one who rap. You did. know. You They play some rustage. But that's All not I heard the same. That there was no fighting dreamers. There was I no bluebird. Oh, there, was right. no, there was no Chala, Head Chala. What uh, song no, no. did they play? I just want to ask, what song did they play that shocked you? That you were like, whoa, they're playing this for real? That... There had to have been one. Um, like There's intros? Or just yeah, like intros, or, or, uh, or just songs in general, because either or Okay, okay. Uh, what's the name of the song? It goes, um... Fuck. Ah, uh, fuck. Why'd you do this to me? Why'd you do this to me? Why'd you do this to me? No, 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 no. no. I'm saying to you, Zoe, why did you do this to me? Oh, oh my bad. bad. <laughs> We're over here. As, like, in, as in, like, fuck you for doing this to me. Okay, cool. Right. No, I get you. All right. But yeah, there had to have been one song, like... Even though you was like an anime niche, thing. Are, are you talking about in terms of like niche anime that like they played and like, I was surprised like, they played? I, I don't know how to explain it. I guess the thing I'm trying to say it, is okay. like, They played so, Assassin's Pride uh, intro. Wow. Okay. What? Okay. okay. Assassin's Pride intro is the only thing good about the show, to be fair. I just, okay. that, yeah. It, it's a banger intro. Yeah. I'm just, um. See, that's what I mean. That's what we mean though. Like you hear it and you're like, really? Really? Exactly. Like, you was like, okay, I, I guess. All right, cool. But did they play Asterix, though? Thank you. Asterix? Did, did they play anything from Bleach? Yeah, oh, anything. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Was I don't know specific Bleach titles uh, intros because 
I'm not aware of them. But I have friends that I went with who are, and they were like, oh, they're playing a Bleach intro. Okay, did they play Bluebird, though? Uh, yes. I would have to go back and listen to it to make sure. But they played, like, right. like, like Naruto intros, Bleach intros, like, any well, big if, anime, if they played the that anime, intro. Yeah. If you're listening we were the there anime, for four hours. We were there for four I, hours. I definitely played it. Yeah, they played it. Yes. You'll, you'll know over here. Love Bluebird. That's, that's my favorite Naruto opening to this day. And, but, the biggest surprise there, right? Was the have y'all ever seen at cons guys in maid costumes? Yes, unfortunately, yeah, exactly. I have a whole new respect for them. Yeah, when I tell you they know how to fucking party, they know how to fucking party. Oh, yeah, they were just like a toga fight. You've never been to a toga party, no. Okay, yeah, it's the same concept. It's like when you had a toga party, bro, you have to go crazy because you're literally wearing a toga. Bro, they know how to party. It's just like that. They're wearing maid outfits. It's like they, you, you kind of, it, it, it just kind of like okay. When you go to a party and you like okay, I'm doing, I need to dress right. I need to do this and do that. When you have a theme, especially like a toga theme or maid theme, you're not. You're like, well, we're in these crazy outfits. Might as well go crazy. I've had very good toga parties, so I imagine a maid party to be just as the same. The thing that's the second thing that surprised me the most was like how wholesome the dancing was, I guess. Because it's That's a bunch me of and Josh were there. It, it's me a bunch of it's a bunch of degenerate weebs in a club drunk. Let me let me Ooh. ask you a question that, that might seem a little bit tilted. How melanated was the room? Uh I would say it's a pretty fifty fifty split because there's a hey. large like there's okay, a large well, Hispanic and okay. Asian population in I, Texas. I, I, okay, you, 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 you answered my question then. It's a pretty 50 uh, 50 split. If me and Josh would have. That's why. Yeah, we would have tried something. Like, even yeah. if it didn't happen, yeah. we would have at least tried to get someone like, hey, you go to dance like this? Let me rephrase this so you understand what I'm talking about. How, how, uh, chocolate was the room? Uh, there were no, there was more guys than girls, but there was like enough, if that makes sense. Like it, like not enough to where, or excuse me, like not not too little where it's like, oh, there's only white white people here. Right. Okay. Right. But like, uh, okay, that that's why that's why I didn't get hey, involved. It could happen. I'm saying even then, was, no, that's not fair. That's not fair because I've seen some crazy. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that as it is a bad thing because th- there's definitely people who are melanated but not as melanated who get Bro, down. But uh, more often than not, like, it, it's the really melanated individuals that start shit off, <coughs> and then it kind of does a trickle down effect. There was like nine d- dudes wearing maid costumes, right? Three of them were melanated, as you say. Yeah. And but they they were all friends, so they were keeping it like wholesome between each other. Yeah. But they were yeah. like they were providing the vibe and the energy of the entire room, basically. As and you. so it was feeding off of them for the most part because they weren't doing anything too egregious. No, nobody else. Uh, yeah, which was. is why I was like that. Now, if if it had been um more Choco Tacos in the room, I'm about to say know, there was way the too many couples there. There was way too many couples. 
That's oh. another thing, too. There is way too many couples. I'm not saying people in couples shouldn't be allowed to go to stuff like that, but go to the hotel. Cause yeah. there, there was a lot of couples. And it was like, it was like, can I dance with this person? And then I go over and I see like, like somebody like wrap their arms around their neck and stuff like that. I'm like, no. First of all, you should automatically exclude anybody dressed up as the following. Because there's definitely the counterpart waiting for them. Never walk up to a Lucy. Never walk up to an Asuna. Because there's a Kirito in the wing somewhere. I promise you. Never walk (laughs) up to a Yor. Because guess what? You're yours, the new Harley Quinn. Lloyd never walked up to a no, yep. Don't walk yeah. up to a Harley because there's a Joker somewhere. Well, you might be able to walk up to a Harley nowadays because they all independent and shit now. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Never walk up. Well, actually, Starfire is fifty fifty. Uh, Raven's fifty fifty. Never walk up to a Terra because definitely a Beast Boy. Uh, never walk up to any pink or yellow Ranger because I promise you, there's a black or a red one waiting. Um, what else? What else? Never walk up to a Shigo because there's a dragon. Uh, that's about it. Other than that, other than that, you probably straight. But th- those, those specifically, you gotta look. You just keep them close. Okay. There's, there's, there's a matching costume eight times out of ten with. And see, he's really see, not trying a lot to of that these thing. weren't matching costumes. They were like, uh, like there was, there was your but. Uh, she was sick, or like she was there with her, her her friends that were girls. Yeah. And then there was like several zero twos. There was. Ew. Hey, I mean, it's a common cosplay. You're right. Yeah, <clears throat> be better. Um, there was one there as um, what's the girl from the video game? Um, main character, um, Bayonetta. Treasure Hunter, huh? Tre- Treasure Hunter, uh, Laura Croft, Laura Croft, Laura Croft, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's always going to be at least four or five of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's not her, it's Tifa because those are the easiest ones. You just need booty shorts and fucking suspended. That was, and I thank them every time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's probably one of the easier ones. That in the crop top, you chill. There, th- that was definitely probably the fa- my favorite part of the entire weekend, and it wasn't even related to the convention. Mm-hmm. Also, the amount of money that I spent on like merch and food. No, it was, was you tell me how much you were going down there with. So I knew you was you was you was splurging the moment the moment you hit the floor. I'll I don't tell blame you. you. I'll tell you how much it. I spent if you want. You can text it to us. I don't. I don't want you to say it on the pod. I'll say it on the pod. I ain't got a problem with that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, now, now this is food and merch combined for. Uh, we were there for basically six Four days. days. Oh, six. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah y'all day before Thursday. day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it was, Thursday left, through, what, uh, it was Thursday through. It was Thursday through Sunday. And we got there uh-huh. Wednesday. And we left. Oh, I didn't Monday. know you got there Wednesday. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And got there Monday, or left Monday. Got it. <clears throat> and so, for six, six days basically, mm-hmm. uh, merch and food, 1200 <laughs> That's not as bad as I thought. 
being I, realistic. I did buy eight things in yeah, three walls. I'm gonna keep it, but when you told me the original amount you were going down there with, I was expecting at least seventy five percent. That's about <laughs> six. I came back with, uh, actually, I'll test that number. <laughs> yeah, you, te- you I'll, test. I'll test that number. I'll with. test that number. I'll I know how much you went down there with. Yeah, text the number you came. I'm back gonna. With. I'm just gonna put it in the pod chat because I think you can see this now, John. John should be able to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, let, let me let me beat this number. While he's doing that, John, how much did you spend at DreamCon? Not a lot, merch-wise. Honestly, a lot of my spending came from fucking okay. getting uh, getting air mattresses and all that for all right. our Jalen and Jamal and Shaq mm-hmm. and all that, and getting extra comforters, extra pillows, uh, getting I chairs. Mean, yeah, but that, that's lifetime shit because we definitely rolling back up on you individually or as a group. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, a hundred percent. I'm but definitely going to a Giants Cowboys game to talk shit. Absolutely, yeah. I'm going to roll in there talking about go Giants, and I'm not even a Giants fan. But this is that was mainly just because like I'm new, still fresh, still trying to get furniture and all that. So like, as far as like totality of stuff that I spent money wise during the trip, food, just general lively stuff, merch, probably about somewhere in between six or seven hundred. Not hey, too bad. Man. No, I, 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 use, I I'll keep it a buck. I usually spend about four fifty to six. Yeah, I had a little bit of extra leeway too because my first uh, thing for uh, rent for this new apartment was only half because I got like a discount. So I was like, hey, all right, cool, turn up. Now I have extra money. All right, and that went whoop, right out the window. <laughs> right out the window. Now, <laughs> right out the window. Gas and rental car as well. Like I probably spend in right under two k. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, y'all, oh, y'all drove down, see, yeah. Yeah, we drove down. Yeah, yeah that'll do it for sure. Um, who was with you? Because I'm assuming you drove from Prattville, right? Uh, I did drive from Prattville. Uh, my friend Zach drove up from Florida. Uh, and okay, he stayed cool, the night cool. at my house, and then we drove up when, uh, Wednesday morning. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, that ain't too bad, man. What you had left, like, I, I was doing the math in my head. That sounded right, but I wanted to make sure. That's, that's not as bad as I thought. I'm gonna keep it a buck. The number you typed, I was expecting three less at minimum. So for you to come back with that, I'm proud of you. Cause I'm gonna keep cause when you said I'm going down with this many, I was like, you coming back with about twenty percent of that. Yeah. So I'm Listen, proud of you. So okay, so I'm my calculations might have been a little off. Ah, here we go. See, I knew it. <laughs> cause, I knew it. Cause I you got having that week too. I so got you paid added that week too. Yeah. So yeah. so I I got paid. Let me see. Let me find the funds. Okay. Cool. I found it. Uh, I got up to fifteen hundred. I came mm. back with. So that means fifteen hundred. You just said it out loud. All right. I was. I, I was. Oh, I did say that out loud, head. didn't I? Yeah, you did just say that out loud. Well, I mean, you edited you know, so you can leave that out. If you oh, want. I can. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Uh, I would just take that number out and it'll just be yeah, like a silence. It literally be all the viewers and then meanwhile just in here jump down. All they should hear is that's address. Just, just random dolphin town. And so yeah. Uh, but I bought what? Eight? I think it's eight figures. I bought uh, 
and and this just for myself this is like what i bought for friends either too mm-hmm. um i bought eight figures i bought uh three wall scrolls i actually found a don machi wall scroll and a black clover wall scroll and i was surprised in finding both of those uh, because there was absolutely nothing else there, Black Clover or Don Machi, that I saw. They're nothing. not as powerful as they could be. It's not, and Black Clover hasn't aired in over a year. And uh, Don Machi is coming out now, but it's like it's not like a headliner anime kind of it, thing. It's a very niche fan base. It is. Like, out of returning it's series, it's got a passionate probably... fan base, but it's a niche fan yeah. base. Out of the returning series for this seasonal, I'd probably barely put it top. Yeah, it's probably barely top five out of the returning seasonal. Um, but so I I bought the eight figures, I bought three wall scrolls, I bought I think six or seven posters. Uh I bought uh several stickers. Not that oh, I'm yo, just gonna yo, save the stickers. Stacked, my boy. Huh? I said, your apartment, when you finally get one, going to be stacked. Probably. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, I also bought four uh, four uh, T-shirts, which I'm wearing one right now. The mm-hmm. Brooke Wanna poster. Yeah. Oh, that's lit. And uh, seven out of the eight of my figures were women. And the other <laughs> figure that I bought was Remoru, which is technically gender neutral. Uh, that's the one you're putting in your desk at work. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming the others aren't NSFW. No, so. no, 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 no. They're all safe for work. I would are never they? dream of buying anything NSFW and bringing it to my mom's home. Are they? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Nami and Robin, and then there, I will admit, I did buy a my Sakurajima from Bunny Girl Senpai. And she's in a Santa costume with bunny ears. Okay. Uh, but Look, I just want to say this, and I'm not going to call you out, but Seth's over here telling you some fibs. But just know, if you know yeah, Seth long yeah. enough, you know yeah. what Seth got. At yeah. That yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> what? I, I, I have yeah. pictures of everything yeah. I bought. Hey, what about the one thing you said you had? To, yeah. Yeah. What you mean? I'm not My mom said everything see- I bought. Oh, 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 are you talking about the wall scroll? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, I bought a my, a, a my Sakurajima wall scroll as well, and she's in a bunny suit. No, that's not. There was one where it was like three of them. Three of them? What you mean? It was like three women on, on the wall scroll. I remember you. So you were like, yeah, this no, one's no, going to no. have to. No, no, no. I took a picture of that when I sent it to y'all. But uh, I never bought that. Like, okay, I was taking okay. pictures of stuff that I wanted to buy. Okay, yeah, I got you. I, I, I got knew you. I wasn't driven. Yeah, I thought it was exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we ain't stupid. Yeah, yeah we, we were like, all right, Jeff, you really ain't getting nothing. Okay. No, I did not know. <laughs> okay. I, I, like, <laughs> I, I would die. I still live at home. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. It'd be a wrap. There was a, some uh, some uh, large large mouse pads that I wanted. There were some large mouse pads I wanted, but I couldn't buy for certain reasons. I know exactly what you're talking about. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought one last year as a gag. Yeah, Brett still uses it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I know. Yep, I'm hip. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> yeah. All Moving right. on. John, do you get anything? As far as merch? Just in general? Yeah, and as far as merch. I got got several shirts. There was a DreamCon shirt that I got. Or we all got a DreamCon shirt, just because, like, obviously. And then also, yeah. like I said, uh, that merch booth earlier that was basically just, like, the anime character in the background was this several panels from the manga. I, I got, like, three shirts of that. One was a... Uh, Almost a Sailor Jupiter shirt, and then the other two were Goku and Vegeta shirts, but it was all from their fight in the Sand Saga. It was all in the original kind of Japanese panels, and it was colorized too. It was super dope. Oh, I would have gotten several more. Uh, he didn't have any Gohan ones. He didn't have any Kakashi ones. So I I could have dropped easily a couple hundred bucks on just that booth alone. Yeah, yeah. if he had had like some different. I'm, I'm a, you said uh, Jalen ended up sending me the website, so I'll, I'll share that with y'all. But I'm probably going to buy some more stuff from them once I get all my funds situated. Because there's definitely some Naruto ones that I want. There's a lot of designs he said that he was working out, too, while he was actually going about making them. Or he that he didn't get a chance to finish when he actually got there. And mm -hmm. they're all on the website and stuff. And he has so many awesome designs. Like, he had a Mystic Gohan one, but I was mainly looking for Cell Games Gohan uh, when that was going down. Or, I know which one you're talking about. That mystic one. I saw that one on the website. That yeah. one was nice. That one was nice. He had a lot of he had a lot of them that you could basically alternate between white shirts or black shirts too. And some of them looked really good. The black really popped. Like there was a spy family one that was all black that my buddy Shaq got. Looked great. Looked awesome. Okay. He had a lot of, he had a lot of designs on there too. Which that yeah. actually reminds yeah. me. I got I gotta go through that link again and see what i want yeah, I, I, I like i like the black shirts but i don't like the black shirts with the black panel the black shirt with the white yeah. panel really pops extremely well but some of the black shirt black panels i don't like because there was a kirishima one that i really wanted but i couldn't find it like with black with like white panels until i like looked, looked on the website and i was like oh you almost lost money big dog <laughs> i got what they had left but uh i got zoe a white shirt white panel version of Sanji, and then it was Sanji uh, panels from post time skip. Okay, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. That, so that was good. Like, him fighting his dad and uh, yeah. him at the wedding and stuff like that, I think, too. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I posted my eight figures, by the way, in the chat, if y'all, any of y'all want to look yeah. at them. Let me peep. That's what I bought. But yeah, I knew that one. Knew that one. Pretty much, uh, summarization. Uh, if you haven't gone to a convention, whether it's comic or anime or whatever you're into, do that. It is an experience unlike any other. Agree. I really want to go to TwitchCon San Diego next year. We're gonna Bruh, see if I can uh, pull that off though. I feel like most of my Twitch guys are on YouTube now. So that's going to be really weird for me. <clears throat> I still want to go, though. But I, I feel like most of my Twitch guys are at YouTube now. I, I might I might go to uh, AMA, though. I feel that. But yeah. At least, like, content creator. Kind of but at this point, I would have the dream on over and over. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I, 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 yeah, English, Joshua. 
there was a time where I would go to two a year, and I want to get back there, but I, I felt like between like not really having a consistent ride for myself and Troy, uh, the depression era, the get these grades up so I don't get kicked the fuck out era, and then just like that, I'm really close to the finish line. I can't bullshit era. I didn't have time, and and so. And then there's the whole phase there too. So between the four of those, yo, yo, your boy went through a whole anime cycle low key in college. Shit was crucial. But yeah, between all that, I feel like I could really only go to one or maybe one a year or maybe one every other year. And I, and I, I really want to get back to going to, to two a year. So I feel like that's what 2023 and up is going to look like for me. But, uh, Again, 100%, I recommend going to your first convention with friends, and if not, you know, go somewhere you feel comfortable, but you should definitely experience that for yourself. It's dope. Uh, I'd, I'd honestly say, personally, uh, anime convention, whatever team you're rooting for winning a championship and you being there, music festival, and then winning the lottery are, like, the four best feelings of all time. Fuck a marriage. Fuck your first childbirth. Damn. No. Those, yeah, I said what I said. Those those are the four. Top uh the fifth one is is having a slice of New York pizza. I ain't, ain't talking about all, I ain't, ain't talking about that Brooklyn style shit down below seven. I'm not I'm not, I'm not talking about that bullshit ass deep dish lasagna they got in Chicago. I'm talking about a thin slice, long as shit, foldable, greasy as all get out, just cheese and pep, biting into that. That's that's top five experiences on the planet. Top five. In that order. You can put all the other shit after that. Even the BLT is pretty solid too, but you know. (laughs) Who the fuck wants? Who who goes into a sandwich shop and like, yo, give me lettuce and tomato and like four pieces of bacon. First of all, if you're just getting four pieces of bacon on your BLT, no, because that's what they give you. They don't give you like six to eight anymore. It's like four or five. That's why you got to go in there and like you got to pop up that fifty cents. Like, look, man, throw the extra bacon on there. I know you're gonna ask me. You, you yes, mean two bacon? I'm not paying fucking ten dollars for lettuce and tomatoes and eight pieces of bacon when I can when I can go to some random bum mom and pop bodega around the corner. Yourself. Yeah, and, and then I can get one for like five bucks with like ten pieces of bacon and lettuce and tomatoes in New York. Or I can make one at home with as much bacon as I want and no lettuce and tomato because fuck vegetables. Slap, slap some fucking mayo on that bitch and go to town. And I don't even like mayo like that. The point is, they're, they're a better option. Now, you guys had a Philly or a meatball sub or buffalo wing. I'm like, yeah, John, you're right. Factual. Second favorite part of the weekend was probably taking my friend Tyler, who's from London, to like a bunch of these like American restaurants. Oh, don't tell me you took him to all these bougie ass fast food places. We took him to Waffle House. That you know, no, that's an experience. (laughs) That is an experience. Every every time I hang out with friends from up north or uh, from out of the country, and I'm like, yo, bro, we got to go to Waffle House. Hey, yo, we took, so, so we were like, first morning we're there before the conventions even started, right? 
Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, let's go get some breakfast before the convention starts because it doesn't start till three today. We're like, okay, cool. So we went to McDonald's and we just went to the closest one. We did not check to see which part of Houston it was in. It was not the mm-hmm. good part of Houston. No, and we of say not. we walked up to the door expecting to be able to go in, and we cannot go in. Yeah, and rather big up. You know, like the metal prison doors that they have, and they like the food sliding chutes that they pass you your food Ab- through. Absolutely. They had that at the McDonald's on yeah. the front door, and they yeah, had somebody at the front door with the register there <laughs> taking your orders. That's tough, big dog. And it completely like changed Tyler's perspective on what to expect from America. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, <laughs> No, bro, because you He's can't. Like, well, these are some ghetto ass. <laughs> I knew they were ghetto. Right? Damn. I'm, I'm not saying Tyler's perception isn't right, but Houston's like the worst place you can take somebody from not here. For the it's first like experience, there, yeah, it is. Chicago, yeah. Detroit, like Baltimore, Atlanta, most of the time. Like, there's. there's you Literally two days like, before we went to the convention, I saw on TikTok some random girl. Like they were driving, they were in stop and go traffic in Houston, and she got out of her car or like climbed through the sunroof and started twerking on the top of her car. And I was like, only in Houston. Nah, I've I, I've seen that some other place. That's that's not. I thought you were going way left with that. I was like, she got shot or she or she up the Thule or some shit. She twerked on the car. Yeah, I, I yeah. I <laughs> I, I I was expecting that shit to be wild as fuck, and then John chime in like, "Well, that got dark," and I'm just like, "Yeah," <laughs> no, but but it wasn't that. Not that it, time. It, yeah, it didn't get dark. Not but that yeah, time. No. Houston probably wasn't the best place for him to get his first introduction to American. Keep it. But Maybe. you know, shit happens. Houston has I'm, some really good food though, so shout out to oh, the places right, that we went. Right. In Houston. I, I love I love Houston. It's, it's uh, great. Taco Yaki for the first time. Ah, dude, Takoyaki was so good. I had that at a uh, traditional ramen place. That this is the first time, first time that I've had traditional ramen. That wasn't like microwave. <laughs> That's tough. That's an experience for sure. I, 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 one hundred percent recommend people to try like ramen to try, so, uh, all that. Especially with all the nooks and crannies in it too, like all the egg, all the vegetables, yeah, all, all the extra, uh, just getting the spring onions and sh- man, yeah, spring onions. Uh, I added two, uh, two eggs to mine because it didn't come with eggs, but I wanted eggs in it. I need to try it with eggs, so I did. I'm a big advocate for just like, oh, what are you having? Yo, let's crack an egg on it. I feel that. I respect that. Chicken and waffles, crack an egg on it. Yeah. A burger, crack an egg on it. Anything potato, re- anything potato related, throw you're an egg on it. You're supposed to have an egg a day. I don't care what. That, that's what I've been recently in my health journey realizing. Like, you're supposed to have like some form of egg a day. So if you're eating a ramen bowl a day, you're, you're on a healthy tip. Even though it seems like it's a lot, it really is a very healthy thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can get the pork ramen. Other and, cultures you know, eat ramen crazy. like every other meal, and they're like super like either fit or at least skinny or like not, not, not oh, yeah, overweight not like big. us yeah, yeah not big they're not even if they're not skinny or not like fit they're not big i think that like 
the people that are big over there, like they they they're trying to be big. Like their purpose yeah, yeah, yeah. is to do something like sumo or wrestling or anything. Like there's a purpose to being big if you're living on that Western hemisphere. It's not like you're just big to just be big. There's no one just big to just be big. I mean, there are, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna act like it's not a thing, but Yeah, I mean like obesity is a problem everywhere, but you know, specifically America has that issue higher than other. But that's yeah. our fault. You know, salad is like nine dollars, but you can get a cheeseburger for a dollar twenty five. Yeah, that's true. That's it is true. What it also, uh, it, uh, Tyler said that it was the most times that he's ever been asked for money. What? Yeah, no, nah, I believe that. I'm confused. They what don't. Do you mean? They don't like 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 homeless people coming up and asking for money. Like that doesn't that, happen in a, London. That's not a thing in the like. That's not a thing in the UK. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it is it's nowhere near as bad. That like the homeless right there is a lot lower than you would think, and 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 even if it is, they're they're usually a lot better off. I mean, it happens because because my my friend Heather and I discuss like the differences a lot. Because uh, I want to go over there one day, and she wants to come at least visit me and I'm from Dante respectively. Um, but yeah, no. Like, cause th- there's not really gun violence over there because it's not a thing. There's a lot of knife violence, right? So like, there are stabbings and not mass shootings. So obviously, I feel like you would take one or the other. But even again, I, I, me and John were having this conversation other day. How do you get a mass stabbing in the first place? But if you think about it, it's, it's not hard, but it's also not like wild as shit. Because eventually yeah, somebody we, we, would be like, hey, yeah, yeah. Like after like the third person, you would be like, holy shit, he's you know like grab the man. Compared to like, you know, shooting six yeah. or seven people before somebody's like, oh shit, we should probably do something. You know what I mean? Because there's also not there's also not to mention the fact that they might be going around like Sam Fisher or something like that. Oh look, unsuspecting victim, Zip, throat slit, going on, moving on. Oh, another unsuspecting victim. Let me give an example. I think the the only U.S. stabbing that really ever effed me up, like mentally, like I still think about it. It was this lady that was in California, and this woman was walking, woman and man, two kids. And there's this woman walking. They're walking opposite of each other. Like, one, they're walking towards each other, but, you know, just walking on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, lady, yeah. On the side of the sidewalk. Yeah, the lady literally stabbed the boy. But she didn't stab him in, like, a weird, like, an eye or anything. She just stabbed him. But then she turned around to try and stab him again, missed, and then she tried to go stab the little girl. But by that point, that's when they, like, you know, pushed her back and all that. But... She at least did two. The the purpose I brought this up was she did two lunges, like one lunge actually yeah. stabbed the boy. The yeah. second one, I mean, almost it, it, even then, imagine being like a little eight nine year old dude. You just walking with your family, kids. Some random bitch stab you in the chest or something. Like what? Yeah, That's traumatizing. To be, fair, to be fair, it's just like you said. What? Like you looking at the blood coming out? You like this? What? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, to be fair. I guess did you I, like, you, like, like, ask, like, did I just get stabbed? Like, is that a thing? So my question is, going back to it, did Tyler give money? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, y'all stopped him, or did he willingly not give it? Willingly, I mean, n- none of us did. Okay, like I'm saying, you know, because like, no, no, feel- we we told him ahead of time, hey, like, if a homeless person asks you for money, just say you don't have any. Okay, cool. So you get him. That's what I was really saying. Was he prepared? Yeah, and and then that's a whole like philosophical debate in of itself. But I I feel like most of the time, it's it's not going where it should. And I always say that's why they tell you a good bit. 
they say if you really want to help a homeless person, buy an item. That's what the truth. That's just the truth. If yeah, you like, really, like, really want to help, I'll buy, buy like, like if 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 any of them ever, because like they they came up and asked us for money when we were standing at McDonald's. They didn't ask us for a meal. They asked <laughs> us for money, and I was like, no. <laughs> if they asked us for a meal, I would have bought one of them a meal. I feel it. That's for you. My cousin, um, I mean, I hate to go up top of it, but my cousin did that like a few months ago. Because I've been saying no to homeless people for some years now. But just like a few months ago, he literally went in the store, bought him some food, and then we, and what got me is, <laughs> so we leaving the store. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but it's so funny. We're leaving the, the gas station. He done bought him some food and everything. I'm getting in the car. I'm pulling off. All we hear from him is, I'm gonna just make up a name because I don't know the girl's name. But he was like, "Amy, come on, we going now." <laughs> and then I felt like I was like, "Did we just get played?" Was not not necessarily because a lot of a lot of times, like the older person or the or the male or or, or the group would like like send the other person away so nothing happens to them. You know, some people grimy as fuck. You know what I mean? They start beating up on yeah, like they'll, they'll do some like wild ass shit. Or they're okay. trying to kidnap him or something like because 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 there are there are there there's a there's an issue like with a lot of black and brown girls who are homeless end up going missing, trying to get something for themselves. You know what I mean? Because human trafficking is still a thing that's prevalent in the world, let alone in like the uh, United States, especially uh, in the Northeast. Because uh, I remember having this conversation with uh, with a friend of mine last year, and it was really, it got really dark, and I don't want to bring it back up. But that that's still a very prevalent issue. Like it's and it's usually young black and brown girls, like like twelve to like sixteen. And um they they end up going missing. So a lot of times like that, either like the oldest person, like like usually their mom or their older sister or old cousin or whatever, whoever happens to unfortunately be in that situation with them, will be the one asking for stuff while they're around the corner or something like that. And then once they like make sure that that person either will help them and not a dick bag or they're a dick bag and they successfully like move them away from it then i'll be like all right come on we need to leave go somewhere else because they might circle back or some shit like that okay that makes more sense yeah that's that's how something in itself too yeah and on a lighter note i like how uh whenever i added jamal in the podcast chat uh he responded almost immediately because i know if anybody's gonna sit with me it's gonna be him (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. You sound like everyone had great times up there. Yeah, I can't wait for you to finish your first one too, bro. You're on the way, man. And um there's a picture I gotta show you, Josh, but it's gonna be shown in person. Yeah, okay. It's not that bad, Josh. I'm gonna tell you that on the pod. For him, he's hey, he's he's overreacting to it. There's this Seth has done I'm, way worse of things. N- not on camera. Said, you've said yeah, I would say yeah, he has, but not on camera. As a person who hang out, who hung out with Seth a lot, almost every day in college, not on camera. He, he would do oh. some wild shit, not on camera. But caught, not a lot. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, it's a it's a thing. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, and all my friends, all my friends listening to this that went with me know exactly what I'm talking about. 
but it's not that bad. Though. I'll put it this like, way. I, I, I've seen I met a cosplayer and I took a picture car. with her. I'm, uh, I'm a see. Okay, I'm hip. Say less. Yeah, yeah. See, exactly. But it's not like I know where your mind just went. It's not. It's all. It's wholesome compared to that. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, because I know what I would do, and I know exactly. What you would do. Exactly. So I know it can't be that bad. It's yeah. not. And swear, also, also, I'm gonna put this out there because uh, I, uh, I, I follow some cosplayers who went to Anime Materi. And mm-hmm. they were having issues with fans being super weird, and a couple of them canceled some of their like cosplay, uh, like uh, signings and stuff yeah. like that, where they signed prints yeah. of themselves and stuff like that. Yeah, y'all weirdos leave these women alone. My, my bad, y'all exactly. weirdos leave these people because because sometimes they they're they them, and sometimes male cosplayers have that issue too. Because y'all some weirdos, so leave these cosplayers alone, bro. Let them be great. They trying to be a fan just like you, Real just because they make the money because they look better than you. Ain't they fuck? I feel like the only like, time you can ask them to do something like a little weird is like for a picture. Like you're like, hey, I'm finna post this, but I need to like stand up. So can you like put your foot on my head or something? Bit like little stuff like that, but it's only for the said picture. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You need to say what you just said. <laughs> Hey, but but for real, <laughs> say, let me be some real shit. I'm Damn, real. look, I've never thought you, I would. You, you got something you want to tell us, dog? Just, just hear me out. I never <laughs> cared for anything like that until Fire Force came out and Princess Hanaba, and then all these girls started cosplaying as their. And I've been in love with every girl that's cosplayed so, so with Princess Hanaba. If I find it, yes, I will literally. If you know, okay, I've heard. I'm okay with it. I know somebody who at DreamCon he took pictures with every. All right, and John, there was a lot of Maricos out there. Mirror, am I yeah. might be saying her name? Mirko. There was a Mirko? lot of them. I was almost like shocked at how many because you you know it's like a it's a little risque outfit, so I, you don't think a lot of girls want to. They didn't care. They wore it. So like he took a picture with every Mirko, and then one of them he ended up kissing her or whatever. I was like, dang, he wasn't playing. For me, it would be Princess Inaba. I would literally be like. Yes, yes. If he, if she's cosplaying as Princess Inaba, yes. So that's the picture, and I'm not complaining. And she got to wear heels though. She got to be wearing heels. So I'll say she got to be wearing like the whole shebang. I got to be feeling heels on me. If I'm gonna do it, we got to make it happen. But Princess Inaba, on, honestly, only because and then to be fair, it's honestly because I've seen other people like it's definitely socially influenced. Like I've seen other people do it, and I've been like, dang, never. That, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> it should have been me. Meme. Oh, oh, strong. 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 <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I feel like this is a good wrap up for I feel like we ain't talked all the talk. We we ain't got the banner in. We got to make fun of Zoe. I, I feel like that's a successful you know podcast. What? Before we wrap up, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and send it to the podcast chat. It won't be reposted anywhere. As in, like y'all, y'all two don't repost it anywhere. Please and thank you. Why would I do that? Hey, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. He, he just, and, and it's on the pod. And it's on the pod. So if we do it, we're getting sued. I'm just saying. I'll be writing okay. a fragment, patent pendings. We getting sued like a bitch if we do it. Just like do you it. That way you can roast me if you want to, Josh. See, see. I was expecting a lot more than that. I told you. Nowhere near what I thought he was. Because if it was me, bruh, tell him he could My head would be a lot closer. Come on with it. 
Like, Josh, you could post that. Like, I know you can't. You could, you one could. You you could post, post that first one. one. You yeah, could. Oh, no, the first one. The first one I'm going to post at some point. Okay. I'm not posting the second one. <laughs> you, you, I would post the second one, but that's me. Yeah, you could. I can't because of my job. Shoot, wait till hey, I go to a con. Hey, man, that's what you don't when I go to a con, I wonder if I'm gonna have a job after that. Now that you say that, <laughs> if you're really going off, of right, right, it's not breaking. The, it's not breaking the. It's not breaking what is the personal code of contact? Yeah, it's not breaking the personal code of contact. This, this ain't that bad. It's okay, dog. I'm gonna show you. When I go to my first yeah, con, I'm, I'm gonna show. My Twitter's getting blowed, and I did. Why do I rec- who, who is she dressed as? Why do I? I feel uh, like I noticed. Kason. From uh, uh, she's a VTuber. I, I okay, so this is just a fit. I I thought she was like a character. She is a character. Who well, who's the character? Kason is the character. That's not the actual person's name. Oh, it's it's, it's oh, it's her VTube thing. Yes, that is. Okay. So so Kason is short for her actual name, but her character's name is Kason. Uh huh. And so. It, like, like that's what her VTuber model looks like. Is that? Like, that's what her character oh, looks like. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. And yeah, bro. This is, this is by the way, my favorite cosplay that she does. And she happened to do it the day that, like, I was wanting to meet her. Oh, that's, that's stupid. You, you, okay, hang on, wait. Bam. Try this again. Did you try to there send it as go. a link? Okay, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I tried to send the picture and yeah, did the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what to do here. That's that's the VTuber model. There we go. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Look at you. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like, like I said... I really feel you, but like they gotta. I, I feel like with you being, uh, uh, I don't, I'm a content creator. You know what I'm saying? Cause you create content. I feel like there's a purpose to it. I it's feel like, like I've said different. way worse stuff on this podcast than what that. Yeah, could oh, if you ain't been fired always, yet, always, if you haven't been always. fired for the shit you said on this podcast, you're not getting fired. <laughs> um, like real talk. Like I really, I'm, I'm <clears> fully 100 percent agree with that statement. I 100% agree that statement. Like, <laughs> if, they, if they listen to a few episodes, they might The person who signs my checks listens to this, so if I ain't gone, you straight. That's cool. Now, that, even makes, that. That, makes, that even make it better. It's probably yeah. honestly low-key, as long as you don't say anything with extra emphasis, like all those damn crackers. <laughs> like, yeah, like that. Yeah, John can say that because like, like, you know, like, yeah, 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 this week. I'm like, all right, cool. This week. Yeah, yeah, bet. We'll, we'll definitely get you back. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Well, eventually, Guido News will become a podcast, so look for that on local 
podcast streaming devices near you, preferably Anchor. So eventually that'll get up. I'm still kind of doing the final tweakings, but keep an eye out. We don't news. It's intended to be just kind of a basic kind of nonsensical uh, podcast, just full of my assholery, patent pending, Bad. and just general general nonsense, a general just talk, mainly sports stuff, mainly just geek stuff, just reactions and you know little bits and caricatures and no not caricatures but i like to personify myself as the guido which is just an overly new york version of myself yeah but yeah keep a lookout for that eventually it'll get out there well not eventually here soon ideally i just gotta fine-tune some stuff and then you know we'll go from there see how that works do you want to you want to plug the book or no Oh, well, yeah, I guess I can. So uh, I can, if you guys also want, you can check out the NFL Burn Book on Amazon, KDP and Amazon. Uh, It's a book I wrote under a pseudonym, Jack T. Banner. It's basically, I wrote it a few years ago. It's uh, exactly as it sounds, it's an NFL Burn Book. I basically go in and I rip every single team in the entire league. Uh, It's a couple years old now, so it's, probably dated a little bit based on recent developments in the league and last couple of years. But if you guys like just general nonsense sports wise, and you just want to have easy to go information and quick jabs to instigate sports arguments, which the full title is called the NFL burn book, everything you need to instigate sports arguments or, you know, something relatively close to that. So keep a lookout for it. The, the idea is to eventually become a writer. Whether that takes off or not remains to be seen. Until then, I do have a day job. Like Josh says, no one wants to work the nine to five, but yet I have to work the nine to five. So it's a it's a grind until it's not a grind anymore. So if you guys want to show support, feel free to, by all means. Uh, but yeah, that's the only real plugs I got outside of that and just me being egotistical for normal. No, nah, that's facts. All right, cool. Well, obviously, we appreciate having you on. Um, I want to say your book's, what, eight bucks, right? And, and the official title for that, because I just Googled it to make sure, is the NFL Burn Book, Insults, Burns, Outrageous Opinions, and Everything Else Needed to Instigate NFL Argument. Yep. So you can find that on Amazon. It's rated five stars. So uh, y'all, y'all do that. Just appreciate my boy for being here. Uh, support him in any and all ways possible. I need to get another copy so I can get you to autograph it because I don't know what I did with the first. Shout out yeah. to those two people that gave me those five star reviews. Right, 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 right. For sure. <laughs> uh, this is Mom, usually the you. part of the podcast where we uh, give a little mental health tip, you know, advise the people because we've all been through the, the, the big depression at one point or another. Uh, John, as our guest, would you like to, or do you, or, or do I need to do it? No, I can absolutely do it. So, right, cool. as a mental, as a mental health tip for everybody, I know that you hear this a lot, and I know that occasionally it can hear kind of played down, and I know it's more or less kind of pioneered for a different aspect and a different kind of discussion point. But you guys can talk to somebody, you guys can reach out. I, I'll one hundred percent encourage you to reach out talk to someone because eventually it will get better and eventually you'll find the way to get through this no one wants to be stuck in that pit no one wants to be stuck in that pit i was stuck in that pit for a very very long time 
Josh has been also been extremely vocal about how long he was there. It's not a good place to be. If you need to talk to somebody or just talk to anybody, feel free to reach out to whoever you think can or you just need to talk to, whether it's us, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member. We want you to stay in the world. We want you to stay with us on the planet, existing in this global experiment that we call life. We want you to stay with us. We don't want you to feel like you have no other options. Talk to somebody, please. I know how it is. I know when it's compiled with extra feelings of just depression and darkness, and when you compound that with depressants like alcohol and other vices, I know how bad it can get, but it does get better, and we want it to get better for you, and we hope that you guys can get through anything that you're going through. We want to see you guys win. We hope you crush it. You will crush it. And we just want you to be with us that much longer. See, this is why I call him the white man. He do what he need to do. Get in, get the fuck out. I appreciate mm. that. Look, look, words of advice from the Guido. Uh, Zell, you want to hit him with the social so we can wrap this up? Let's do it, man. As always, John, you know what? Give us your social first. Let's do that. I want, I want John social. I don't think John has anything. Besides John, Facebook, you right? got it. You got Facebook? Well, I'm, yeah, I, I got a Facebook. It's more of a personal Facebook, but yeah, I right. still got a... Cool. Well, just go yeah. for it. If you got John with the book, you can rewind. Go follow John's book. You know what I'm saying? Please do, because burn book sounds very interesting. As well as you can follow the gang at the Otaku Collect Pod. Well, I, there's no D. You can just put Otaku Collect Pod on Twitter. You can follow us on TikTok, Otaku Collective PC. That's also our Gmail account for anybody trying to get their promotion as we got our friend John on today. Always willing to help people out in the slightest ways that we can. Um, sure. As always, follow the boys. Me, what about Zoe? My homie, my underscore own prophet, Josh. And then you can't forget about C3 Smooth, my homie Seth. And I think that's yeah. about it for most of everything. But as always, go follow the socials, hit us up. We'd love to have you on the show and keep the things rolling. Keeping it going. Um, John, once again, appreciate you coming out here and doing this thing with us. Love to have you on here again. Anyway. Absolutely. Any Anytime you guys want me to have or want to have me on, feel free to just reach out. Basically, all you got to do, let Josh know. He'll let me know. I'll be more than happy to come on. And this wrapped up pretty nice because I just popped melatonin about a half hour ago, and that is it. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. is the LeBron of our team the many duties and he will now just add the duty of being Josh's um, mediator so we'll make that happen yeah yeah, right Uh, and then I I think uh, easier way to reach the suicide and crisis lifeline which is a place if you feel like you can't talk to anybody like who are your friends or your family you can just dial 988 I think and I feel like that should connect you obviously you can do more Google research from there but one, like John said, nobody wants to be in that pit. We all love you. Uh, we want you to make it out because we, we've all been there. We and we had to drag ourselves out where, you know, that was through therapy or with friends or whatever you needed to do in a healthy way. And uh, go ahead and send the people home, Seth. I just, I just wanted to point that out real quick. Yep. Thank you all for listening to another edition of the Otaku Collective Podcast. 
we love y'all thank y'all for making it this far if you made it in uh it did go two hours <laughs> of course it did uh we, I, just to be fair we could have ended 30 minutes we could have ended 30 minutes ago i actually thought of two things that i didn't talk about but we'll talk about it on on another episode some other time uh but we love y'all and peace out you bunch of otakus